It's time to watch The Muppets, The Muppets Mayhem. Megan, it's time to talk about the... Wait, whoa, it's been so long. First of all, I want to apologize for uh, the crazy summer that has been fucking up. Yeah. There was family illness and other bad things. Just, just Some good things. summer, you know, getting away from you, too, right? Yeah, like, so it's time to watch The Muppets. It's time. And we have been watching The Muppets, even though we haven't been talking about The Muppets. We watched The Muppets Mayhem, track 10, We Will Rock You. Meg, this is the final episode of The Muppets the Mayhem. Final countdown. And I think at the end of this, we should really kind of talk about, I guess, what we loved the most. Okay, we'll do what we love and then like... What how we didn't it, love too well, much. Yeah, what we didn't love too much. Even though I know while we're talking, we'll probably talk a lot about, about what we didn't yeah. love. Because we tend to do that. But so let's give ourselves a mission of remembering what we loved and remembering what we didn't love too much. Okay. All right. So... First of all, we open, cold open, on Floyd working with Kristen Schaal <laughs> on the Utz campaign. I believe we have the Utz pretzel campaign. Huh? What? What? Utz! Utz! Utz pretzel campaign! Ooh, okay. Take this down. Absolutely, sir. Ready when you are, sir! Salted, unsalted, butter or wheat. A bag of Utz pretzels is groovy to eat. Mm. Groovy to eat... Mm. Uh. Mm. Yeah. What's next? Bennigan's uh, is looking for a jingle, sir. Bennigan's? Didn't they go out of business in 2008? They're back. It's huge. I love Kristen Shaw. I loved the, the Bennigan's thing also. It was <laughs> the campaign that he he was also working on was for Bennigan's. And oh, yeah, the Bennigan's, Bennigan's thing is like, Bennigan's, they're back. It's huge. So it's stupid. It's so funny because Bennigan's, I guess, used to be like a big thing on the East Coast as well as West, but it only exists on the West Coast, I'm pretty sure now. Oh, really? Do mm-hmm. they still have them? I think, was Bennigan's... They have them Let's in get LA, super regional. You ready? Was Bennigan's outside the Cinemark? It was in New Brunswick, I think. There was one in New Brunswick? What am I thinking well, of? Maybe it was on Route 1. Maybe I don't remember where it was. What was Bennigan's? Is it like a Friday's? Mm-hmm. Houlihan? Cheesecake Factory? The th- well, you, you know. can't include Cheesecake Factory. The lights are too low in Cheesecake Factory. Oh, the be Cheesecake Factory is very sexy. Yeah. We've it. <laughs> um, but yes, like a Houlihan's. It's one of those Friday's. exact kind of places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the, wasn't there another, like Chili's, Applebee? Chilies, Applebee's. Let's try to name as many as we can. Uh, the salad bar, Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesday. Oh, the salad bar, at Ruby Tuesdays. Uh, what else? What else? There's more. There. Oh, I almost said Old Country Buffet. That's you know, not it. I wanted to ask you a question um, about this bit in particular. Kristen Schaal was in this, and I was really excited to see Kristen Schaal show up on this because I think she's like great. Kristen and- Schaal Shank Redemption. Sorry, I she's need a to stop. Addition to a Muppet 
world. Kristen Shaw should be in Muppets things, period. Like, all the time. Yeah, like, if they ever make another Muppets movie, she should be in the Muppets. I think she was, she must have been in one of the She's very ones, Muppety right? in herself. She is. Do you remember this, I have a note here, uh, it just says, French fries at hot tub. I was going to say, do you remember when we saw her in person? We went to, we who went was to her like partner? Kurt Brownell. Kurt, yeah, yeah. They still do that show in Los Angeles. Oh. But, okay, so remember we went, we went to like two now. of them, right? Yeah, I think so. We went to the final one, I think. And we before went to. Before Kurt moved. Yeah, we or did. Before Kristen moved. One of them. And then, yeah, we went to one in, in between. I just remember Kristen Schaal did this bit where she took French fries and she chewed them up and she spit them oh, at the yeah. audience oh, in yeah. a way. In a way, I don't remember the context at all, but I remember it was like I don't remember one either. of those things where we were standing there and we're like, "What are we seeing? Yeah, like this is so bizarre." And it was like the way that it was set up; it was like folding chairs, mm-hmm. right? Yes, <laughs> it was a very like low, like whatever, low budget. It was yeah. fun though. It was definitely like one of those things where like, look, we're like. With Kristen Shaw right now. Uh-huh. I, and, like, the guests on that, on, with the reasons that we had gone were, I think, primarily that they were Oh, Janine really Garofalo too, was right? there. And yeah. she did stand-up. And yeah. she did the James Franco eyes. Uh-huh. I remember her stand-up so well. It was, her stand-up was very funny. Uh-huh. We've seen some, uh, I don't know, like, pretty cool Have you ever seen things. What's the Matter with Cats and Dogs? Or The Truth About Cats yeah. and Dogs. No. <laughs> What is the truth about cats it's, and dogs? The truth about cats and the dogs Uma? is Uma Thurman and Janine Garofalo. Mm-hmm. And they think they're fighting over a guy. Yeah. And the guy likes Uma Thurman, of course. Is that John Cusack? I don't know. But of course, like, like is it like be. one of those things where, like, Janine Garofalo is, like, writing and Uma is, like, taking credit for so it. So I've like never a, seen this Like movie. a Shakespearean situation. And I want to say, yeah, maybe she's, like, Janine gives off those vibes that maybe she's, like, a columnist for, like, some, you know, like, whatever. She's smart and edgy. Yeah. Okay, so The Truth About Cats and Dogs is a 1996 American romantic comedy film directed by Michael Lehman and written by Audrey Wells. It stars Janine, Uma, Ben Chaplin, and Jamie Foxx. The story is a modern reinterpretation of the 1897 Cyrano de It's Shakespeare. Oh, my God. Who who got it right? High five. High five. My brain works. Abby, a veterinarian and talk show host. You're not used to this, that my brain works, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Asks her model friend, Noelle, to impersonate her when a handsome man shows interest in her. The original score... I don't care who made music that's fine upon its release the film garnered positive reviews and was met with considerable box office success better movie the one where janine garofalo goes to ireland what is that the matchmaker i don't know i you know just google janine garofalo goes to ireland i've seen (laughs) i think it's called just google janine garofalo goes to ireland um she used to be in what did you think it was called matchmaker or the matchmaker or something like that Mm. the matchmaker yeah this is a movie that she did that one's way better (laughs) that movie's good i've never seen this but i i mean of course it's another romantic story i think that's really cool that they let her lead romantic comedies yeah because she's like because it's like such a think about who's the alternative 
like okay, so Janine Garofalo was in, the in 90s, that movie. People thought Janine voiced Daria because I know. they were so similar, even though it's that true. was absolutely not the case. The case. What was that movie she was in with Winona Ryder? That was like a very popular nineties movie. Winona Ryder. Yes, it was called. I want to just keep calling it like Seven Eleven Friends, but it but it wasn't that. It's so like I'm looking at like a full list. If of I go her close things. to you with my mic, is it gonna go bloop? No. <laughs> like old mics? <laughs> Wait, does it Rummy tell you? Michelle's no, 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 it's touch. earlier, earlier, earlier. Okay, reality bite. Yes, reality bite. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, Janine Garofalo was Janine? a '90s girl. Well, she was in Reality Bites, and she was like a cool, like a cool friend. Like, I think she worked at the Gap, and she folded T-shirts in that movie. Like, that was her job. Uh huh. And like Winona Ryder has this moment where she freaks out and she talks about like her not having like a real job. Her friends like she's like my problems are so much worse than your problems are and blah 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 blah. I feel like that's most of Winona Ryder's characters in the '90s was like, mm-hmm. uh, no, you have to understand, I have it harder. Yeah, exactly. I, am... I have to steal things. I just watched Beetlejuice for the first time a couple weeks ago. Did you love it? Not for the first time. For the first time in a long yeah. time. Yeah. And I did. I was like, wow, I forgot it's so many movie. little subtle things. Like, um, you know how like come the, for your wife. The public servants are all um <gasps> are all people who committed suicide. Yes. And then when I had that realization that the one man who's like flat, who moves on the conveyor and everything, like by wire work or whatever, that he threw himself in front of a bus. When you think about it, you know, like watching these movies with like these adult brain where you're like, oh my God, that's, that's fucking horrific. You know, like, but it's so funny to think that if you kill yourself, you have to be a public servant. Yeah. That it, it, that's not very funny, yourself. right? Like, yeah. add that to the list. Yeah. Okay, Megan, we've got totally lost. We're on the last episode well, of Muppets. To be Hammer. fair to us, we watched this episode about four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We tried to record a couple weeks ago. I forgot the sound mixer, and it happened. We just chit chatted, mm-hmm. and then now we're we here. We did a pod- we did a private podcast. We did a private pod, and now we're here. So let's talk about it. Okay, so Moog and Nora try to get Jamie. Jamie. Who's Jamie? It says Janice. I wrote Janice. <laughs> Mook and Nora try to get Janice and are sent away by the For Surelyans. Okay, For so she. I remember. Yeah. When they arrive at her, like, compound. So the For Surelyans meet them with basically uh, refusing. They're not going to let Janice leave. They're not going to let her see them see Janice. Janice is fine. She's, you know. Yeah. She's leave- leading She's her meditating, call. doing whatever... Basically, <clears throat> how does Nora Janice and Moog, escape? What? Janice oh, just leaves oh, of her own oh, yeah. volition. But this is what like we're forgetting to mention anymore. now is basically this episode is just a bleed over from the last episode. Yes. The last episode ended with Moog and Nora saying like, okay, we got, you know, Moog coming around and saying, fine, I'll help Nora get the band back together. And now this is the, we're going to get the band back together and then they're going to play... Uh, so the last the episode Bowl. ended with her like driving and finding Moog in his van or whatever. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And now this is like, I don't, this is not an episode. This is like episode Footage nine and ten should have been floor. together. Yes. Yeah. You used, you used every part of the whale. You yeah. didn't just like, you know. It's a lot of B roll. Like, yeah, it, I don't know. I don't know why this episode, like, Filler. you didn't have to do ten episodes. No, it should have been eight it tighter been eight episodes. tight episodes, for yeah. sure. For there, sure. Yeah, there really didn't need to be. 
I mean, to get the mup like different Muppets that they made, like I wanted to call her Gloria. Penny. Penny. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. Yeah, Penny. Like her to have more airtime, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. But for Hannah to have airtime, no. Yeah. We've, we've Not Hannah, we've, Nora. Nora, I know what you're saying. Yeah, Hannah's we've, fine. We've done this storyline enough. We've had her wander, her lost, her caught between two guys or whatever, even if that is what was happening there. I don't think that was what was happening there, but I think that's what they were presenting us with, right? Oh, I can't wait till we get to the breakup. The breakup was in this episode? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. I can't wait till we get to that. So, Or the, the, the realization, finalization of the breakup? Because I feel like they broke up last episode, but like... At the end of this episode, JJ's like, so we're broken up, right? And she's like, yeah. You know? Yeah, but it's like, he didn't, like, after he went through all that stuff, when she, when they break up, he was just like, okay. I know. And, and like, you're not going to fight for her? You're not even going to cry? Yeah. And be like, you're breaking my heart, girl. He was like, all right, I'm done. What does he call her? Shmush. Shmush. Yeah, smush. Yeah, smushy. Okay, so after wow, Moog, we really can't remember. Okay. Even though you have detailed notes, I thank have, God. This is very detailed. I'm gonna take a picture of your notes. So Moog and Nora try to get Janice back, and blah blah blah. We move. Okay, Zoot's successes at the art showing, showing it, showing off his photography, keeps him from coming back. So these are all these oh, little. Oh my right? God! So Zoot so has, the- a, has an art show going on, and it's all blurred pictures. Yeah. He talks to his shoe again. Oh, my God. Which I did love. I do love that, too. Next, Teeth and Penny are about to board a cruise. Gross. And it's Daiquiri o'clock. So they all... We're, we're just hitting each member of the mayhem, trying to get them to come back, and they all have a reason why they won't, you know? Well, because you know what? They're living their fucking lives, and they're all happy and mm-hmm. fine doing it. None of them are miserable. And none of them feel like they have left anything... Behind. Undone. And they all feel connected to one another. Yes. They don't feel any type of way. I know. That's why it's a very weird way to end this show on like everybody's To like now happy. get them back together. Yeah, it's like what we... lesson are we teaching? I don't know. I don't know. Like they've all grown up. They've all grown individually. And they've grown together. And now their individual growth is going to see them kind of seek out other missions they were in a fucking bus for 40 years they want to do stuff yeah like have we talked about how was it this episode or a previous one where janice mentions that she's a twin sister that she wants to find oh my god this is like okay all right disney are you giving us a lost situation like where there's just so many questions and no answers yeah you're gonna bring up a twin Uh and that's it we're done. And I love the idea of Janice having a twin because that makes her what even was the more black Phoebe smoke? to me. I don't want to know at this point. Don't tell me. <laughs> don't at me what the fucking black smoke was. So Teeth and Penny are boarding their cruise and it's Daiquiri o'clock so they have to move along of course. <laughs> then we see a video of Lips' TED talk where he captivates Hannah and Nora and, annou- and Nora announces she's out. So Lips has a TED talk like he's fucking... What's his name? Does he have the turtleneck on like he's Steve Jobs? Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs? Jobs. I don't know. Some people pronounce it Jobs. Some people <laughs> pronounce it Jobs. The book of Job. Job. Um, yeah, he looks like he's doing like a little, like a TED talk, but like tech. Techie TED techie talk. Techie TED talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Animal freaks out of the news that Nora's leaving 
and is gone. And he goes to get the band back together. So, like, Animal hears that Nora has given up on them. And then is like, we have to get back together. And basically convinces everyone to Nora? break what they're doing. Because he has a big old crush on her. Again, uh-huh. another crush on Nora. And no so one knows is... why people like Nora. No one... What? Because people like... What is, is it, it about Nora? Emotional unavailability? People I guess like that so. sort of a thing? I don't get it. We have a friend who loves that. <laughs> I'm. Sh- it's very appealing to people. Like, I, 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 I think Nora's cool, right? But I don't think cool enough like i don't i don't understand why these three dudes like need her what is she she doesn't even give much you know what i mean like as far as like emotionally or anything like she's not giving anything either that they're like picking up on she's not bringing much to the table she's not bringing much to the table just complaints yeah she's gotten one band to reunite well i guess something to chase because like i said people love that emotional unavailability Mm -hmm. They're she just, just like, she's she's a woman. And yeah. they all, I guess, believe that they can get her, right? Is I that like just, that's it? That's enough? I Maybe. This is what I'm getting from this. So they get Nora back using their newfound social media to get the Hollywood Bowl show uncanceled. And Penny reveals the Mayhem bus has been in the garage the whole time. I liked that. I thought that was pretty cute. I love Penny. Yeah. More Penny. And that she's literally just like, you guys didn't go in the garage. You've been in this house this whole time. For what? a show. Go for it. Okay. Pitch for a show. It's been a while. been a while. Penny? You oh, you can't pitch right now. You know, the writer's strike, the Okay. When strike. the writers are back. <laughs> so you can pitch to me. Fine. Go. Pitch to you. We're not in SAG. Ooh. Penny. In the role of nanny. Hang on. Hit me one more time. Okay, Penny. I pushed the power button on the sound box. <laughs> I'm a fucking monster. This episode is is. I spilled an entire <laughs> you glass, spilled an of entire water. glass of water. Um, I turned the power off. <laughs> so your pitch, please. Okay, Penny is nanny, and then we have Muppet Babies with Baby Animal. But like, we, I'm talking, I'm talking about these puppets. Muppets. We can't waste that that animal that we just made. I know. Right, they just made that. They got to do something me, with him. Ba- don't give me Muppet Babies like before. Give me new Muppet Babies. New Muppet Babies. That are the, is the band. And they're puppets. Give me baby Not CGI, baby not animated. Yeah, give me Baby Teeth. Baby Teeth. Give me baby I want lips. him to be called Baby Teeth also. Give me Baby Zoot. Give me, yeah. actually Zoot will probably be an adult still. Zoot's definitely got to be like at least, he's like the Chucky. You know, like yeah, he's yeah, the yeah, toddler yeah. to everyone else is wearing diapies. Yeah, yeah, diapies. Yeah. <laughs> Chucky's the toddler in that? Yeah, I always read Chucky is like a year older than Tommy. Like in between Angelica, who as a kid I thought was Aunt Jellica. Like that they were her. Well, aunt. I guess he she does have shorts aunt. on, and Phil and Lil have diapies. Mm-hmm. And Phil, no, Lil. Phil has shorts, and Lil has a little dress with a diaper. She has like a skirt, right? Yeah. And does she have a skirt? I think and Tommy has just a diaper and a shirt. Yes. That's all his parents can bear to put on him. I know. Always. That little blue shirt. Easy that's to it. change. I never thought of Chucky as a toddler, but in I guess the, when you say it, it makes a lot of sense. In the Rugrats first movie, I think, or the second movie, whatever one, Chucky says his first words in that movie. He doesn't speak otherwise. None of the Rugrats do except for Angelica. What does he say? He says no, I think, oh. when 
Okay, do you remember the second Rugrats movie? I didn't see it. Okay. It, oh, you were too grown up. You were mm-hmm. like, you were in middle school. Moved on. Yeah. Um, in the second Rugrats movie, they go to They Paris. introduced new characters, and I was like, I don't like this. Well, they, yeah. Okay, this is where Kimmy comes from. Yeah, I was yeah. like, no. So they Where's intru- Susie? Give me back Susie. Su- I don't know if Susie was even in the movie. You're right. The Susie erasure. <laughs> but, um, so at least they added another Rugrat of color well, Kim- to the Yeah, yeah, the true. Fold. Because Kimmy is like... <laughs> Chucky's stepsister? Yes. Okay. So in that movie, Chaz... Why do I know every... Character? Chaz Finster. Chaz Finster, yeah. Is, um, he meets a character that Susan Sarandon plays, <laughs> who's like a bitch, basically. And Chucky's afraid of her being his new mom. Aww. And at like their wedding, he screams no. Oh. And that's like his first words. This is all from memory, from 1999... Or 2000, whatever the fuck year that movie came out. Do you think that Chucky, this Susan Sarandon character, was going to, like, hoodwink Chaz Finster for his money? I'm sure. He actually had a different family elsewhere. Chaz probably has, like, some weird money. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure of it. Oh, yeah. Because I think she was, I think she was some sort of, like, um... Like con artist, she yeah, like or she owned like a business or something that was like you know she needed this, mm-hmm. she needed Chaz for something. His name on a mortgage, yeah. maybe. <laughs> anyway, I love it. I love the brothers. This all spun from your from your okay yeah. Have Penny play nanny mm-hmm. in a in a reboot of and not even a reboot, but like a different version of a Muppet Babies. Mm-hmm. But it's not our old friends. It's the band. You know, you're right. Why do we say reboot when we don't always mean reboot? We just mean do it again, different, better. Yeah, we're in this different. instance, yeah, because the different. Muppet Babies just are great. Do it again. Actually, we rewatched the Muppet them. Babies are not great. We tried watching them back when we were doing season one of this. You're show. right. Thank you. And... My memory does not serve me well. No. And yeah. Okay. Baby lips with his little trumpet. Baby lips would be so fucking cute. I want him to be like a mouth with like a full like. And I want the crossover characters to be Beaker and Bunsen. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's it. Because I want to talk to you about that also. Okay. So, all right, here we go. Um, (laughs) We can't even get through this episode. Mind you, nothing happens in this episode. Nothing happens in this episode. We're about to wrap it up anyway. (sighs) Broken down in the desert, Nora calls JJ and tells him all her woes. After her phone dies, the mayhem barreled on the road performing Mad Max style, I wrote, where they're like... Oh, that yeah. was very cool that they're like performing on the bus as it's yeah. barreling towards her and everything. That was really neat. And their heads are out the window like wow. And they rescue her, blah blah blah, and then the mayhem rock the bowl. JJ shows up and he and Nora consciously uncouple. Teeth's parents are in attendance, which is so cute. I loved that. I like Teeth. Okay, one thing I loved: Teeth's parents. Teeth's parents were a really cool thing this season. Yep. Okay, so Teeth's parents are in attendance and. Teeth dedicates a song to Nora, basically about like how you know whatever she's a part of them, whatever. I hope not. So now there's a. I in, hope Nora's just a fad. This is insane to me. She's also. the flavor of the week. This episode has so little to offer that they do a montage in the middle of it of shit that happened in the other nine episodes that just what happened. Like you really, you have nothing. You're wringing out a lemon. Last week's episode should have been 45 minutes long. That's it. I know. 
It was longer than Ringing that. Ringing out a lemon? Is that an expression? I don't know, but all I could think about is that old picture of uh, Bridget Jones' diary woman with the lemon in her mouth. What's her name? Renee Oh, yeah, Renee Zellweger. Do you know I heard the most startling thing about Renee Zellweger the other day? Oh, my God, what? You know she's American? Did you know this? No, I thought she was Australian, like Nikki Kidman. She's American! I just always associated her with Nikki Kidman for some reason. And she plays, like, fictional... Wait, Bridget Jones is British? Bridget Jones, yes. Okay, yeah. Nikki Kidman, eh? AMC movie theaters. I think I was really startled when I heard Nicole Kidman's real voice once. And you know she wears lace front wigs. Does she? Yeah, she wears a beautiful lace front. Yeah? Why? Because she just looks better in it, I guess. She just likes it. Yeah. And style? Ease and style. Maybe her hair is thin. It's none of my business why women wear a wig, huh? (laughs) I shouldn't have said it like that. (laughs) I'm so glad you're out there policing yourself, Doug. It's really Hashtag not all men. <laughs> so during this montage of all this blah, blah, blah. Okay, so this is what I was getting at. Statler and Waldorf make a cameo. Thank goodness. And they get booted out of their seats. They're told these seats aren't actually for them. And they're laugh. Don't they laugh the whole oh, time? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, like the wrong laugh. Uh, Marley and Marley. Ooh. Okay, so now it says, with their first album cut, it's time to tour. Nora tells Moog he's with the band. And should join the tour. They nearly kiss, but were saved from that by Animal. I wrote that down. I think Is that's this a like very good the neurodivergent love scene. Like, I, you like don't want to touch, but you like each other. If it is Megan, then I appreciate it. Representation matters, but yeah, otherwise... but like at least point it out because I don't know what's going on. It just seems awkward. Yeah, but maybe this is like a neurodivergent representation of like. Dating? I mean, look at Moog. Otherwise, all that we really know about Moog is Moog is so into the mayhem that he is also right. a good producer. His hyperfixation on simply one band. He never talks about any other music. Does he? Is he like, you know, into Led Zeppelin, into And ACDC. Nora's pretty like, she's kind of like ADHD. Yeah. But like she, you can you can um, like girl bossify that and just say that she's like yeah. you know focused on her job, but she's not. She's not like focused. enough she to doesn't like even know what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now this whole love scene makes more sense to me. All right, I'm glad fine. We... we we now champion champion Nora I, and Moog. I like her much better now that I know that. I guess so. Yeah. So if that's not true, don't tell us. Yeah, I don't want to know. This is how it has to be in my brain. So, okay, this is a very fun way to end this. Tours cost money. Oh, it's my perfect- God, I love this. Watch your foot with that cup of water, Megan. <laughs> Tall drink of water. So, Tours cost money is perfectly timed with them finding their album advance. And the band hits the road with a wink to a possible second season. Right. Floyd there's- says, Disney Plus is going to love this. No, no, no. Just hear me out, Disney Plus. Yeah baby version of them just yeah just prequel. go prequel you do not need there is no end another bit of this story no. the bit of the story is that they are done touring and they all mm-hmm. want to live happy lives teeth wants to settle down with penny they all have things that they want to do yeah. and they don't need to be up Nora's ass i agree i don't I think really there do. should i liked this show but i, I don't too. think there should be a second season of i don't this think so storyline no i think we should continue doing these weird little like over 
over. Do like, one with Bunsen and Beaker. Do one with Bunsen and Beaker. Absolutely. Do a Bunsen and Beaker Muppets Lab. Do a weird ass circus one with New Zealand oh, and like exactly. a couple of other like um. Who's the dude with the with do the Muppet phone? You know. Yes. Do something with Gonzo. Explore Gonzo again. I mean, I don't know. We haven't watched the Muppets from Space. We haven't watched that Not together yet. yet, and I haven't watched it since I think it came out. And I ain't never seen it. You know, so it's like I know that and they, I never saw the Great Muppet Caper either. I know they explore a lot of gum, uh, gun, Gonzo. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They explore a lot of Gonzo's like heritage and stuff, his family line, whatever, in that movie. But maybe there is something there to pick to do a cool series on. I love the idea of each year maybe there's like a weird Muppets limited series that runs for yes. eight episodes or whatever. And then there's a baby version of at, at least then... one <laughs> one Muppet. Okay. Like how Marvel builds their cinematic universe with like, okay, so there's an Infinity Stone in this movie. There's an whatever. Yeah. You want a baby. So now we get baby New Zealand in the in the, in the the circuit. The Muppets take oh the circus TV series. And has baby goldfish. And, yes. And we get... Oh my god! First of all, that's brilliant. Write that down. Um, so then, baby <laughs> New Zealand and baby animal, we're all ready to build this new Muppet baby verse, right? This is how we should do it. That's great. I love that. The Muppet I love that. baby verse. Let's go. <laughs> so, can you imagine a baby Rizzo? Oh my god! You think it's pink? Like when baby, you know, like pinkies. <laughs> Aww. Oh my god, baby Robin. It's just a little tadpole. Baby Robin is a tadpole, and he has to live in water. Yeah. And his little eyes just pop out, and, uh-huh. like, burp, and he burp, like burp, burp, burp. comes up like he yeah. comes up out of his bowl to talk, and then he goes back in. Oh my like, god, Roger I love this. American I hope he's Dad. in a pond. Yeah. Not a they, yeah, they have. To, well, then they would only be able to go see him. That's fine. Okay, he lives fine. in the backyard. Fine. Okay. So Megan, basically, I want to know what was your favorite thing about the series? Would you say? Okay, definitely the construction of Penny. How Penny was built and the Penny's type build of, is so cool, so cool. And when she walks, mm-hmm. so cool. I really love Penny. I loved Penny. Penny again. I, you know, going back to having talked about her in Beetlejuice, she does really remind me so much of those like freaky creeps in the in the um, that's the, the nether realm. Yeah, yeah, and like that's the the fire. Yes, escape. Yeah, it where it's like yeah, it's like it's the suit breaks up like yeah, the fire. I love the that. fire. Place. The fireplace. Fireplace. Okay, so what do you think you hated if you hated something? Or I, you well, disliked? most of the time I really disliked Nora's behavior, Nora's mm-hmm. attitude, the fact that they focused on the people in some episodes way too much. Yeah. Um, in a series about what? Are we lips, Floyd, Zoot, Teeth, Janice? And it, we have six main characters. Yeah. Six main character Muppets, right? Oh, I also loved Baby Animal. He was so cute. Of course you loved Baby Animal. He was... We're on the record with that. And he had the feathers. And you love the way Animal says Nora's name. Nora? Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely think you're on to something there. Tell me yours now. So, my favorite thing, I think, from this series is all of the deep dives on the characters that we got. I wasn't expecting to come out of this with, like, uh, like their version of the Muppet movie. Yeah. You know, like how they met each other before they met Kermit and company. Yeah. You know, that was so cool to see how Floyd and Teeth like kind of were interwoven through their lives with each other for so long. But we to the to this. To the negative of that, we only really saw how Teeth and Floyd and Animal were all connected. 
We didn't really get much of like where where Zoot came in, where his lips came in, where Janice came they in. They mentioned that Janice like stole him away. Yes, there's but... like a little weird love triangle story that's mentioned at one point. Yeah, from but Janice's not really perspective. a lot of how the band got together. But yeah, yeah, no. So I really enjoyed that deep dive. I loved seeing Teat's parents. I think that was so cool. My I love negative the Megan, southern accent of his mom too. Yeah, they're, they're, the whole characterization of both of them was wonderful. Terrific. My my negative. Tell me. Why were there no other Muppets in this? Like Statler and Waldorf show up at the end. I and know my you negative Megan Is that why? I, I'm really struggling here. Why wasn't Scooter there? Because there was a toy that came out and it teased you that Scooty was going to be there. But Scooter is, you know, he, Scooter he, he operates the as the band's, yes, he does. No, he doesn't. When we meet the Electric Mayhem in that church... In the Muppet movie, okay. Scooter is with them. Because they didn't know where to put him. We say Scooter, I, I think in my head, Scooter is like he's one of their... Think he's about like, where Scooter is. He's their is. gopher. He drives the bus. Scooter is... It was a dramatization of the how the Muppets got together. If we really think about the Muppets and go back in time, you know why Scooter is with the Muppets? Because his uncle owns the theater. And his uncle is J.P. Gross with that big schnozzola. All right, fine. I know. No scooter, no theater. Just remember, scooter is not your friend. I know he's scooter not. would turn on you at any moment, he and he would, would never he let has. you borrow his jacket. He would never let me have that jacket. All right, fine. <laughs> I've come to the realization that I need to just get over it. But it would have been cool if they even put like Rizzo or like a character that it can be like transient almost. It's so interesting that we. Get a shot of this of the audience at the Hollywood Bowl, and we don't see a box. No Easter where eggs. Kermit is with Piggy, and they're cheering along for the mayhem. That yeah. their friends are doing this huge show. They've gotten their mojo back, whatever kind of thing. You know what I mean? Even That's if they put so a random bizarre. ass Muppet, yes, anything. Yeah, Prairie Dawn. Ra- uh, yeah, bad example. Prairie Dawn's mom. <laughs> yeah, Prairie Dawn's mom. Um, but yeah, why was no one in that in attendance? Wayne and Wanda. Statler and Waldorf, that's it. And they're like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> like, you, you know, know they had a bunch of Muppets ready to go from that haunted mansion they just yes, did. Yes, you take the spooky clothes off them and you just put regular clothes on them. I know. I don't know. That's my only real gripe is that where were the other Muppets? I also am 100% on board with your thing of saying that like the humans were explored too much. They absolutely were. It's ridiculous. No, and they had no depth. If you're no. going to explore them, at least give them depth. You explored them for so long, and they had no depth. There was nothing going on. Yeah, it, it, I almost said eight episodes. Ten episodes of Ten. them going it like... It should have been eight. I think I love them. I think I love them. You know, like... Whatever. Anyway. All right, Megan. It was decent. I enjoyed watching it. I'm really glad that we did this. In the long run, I am too. I'm really glad that we took a time to explore a show that's like new and on and everything. We did not say our little bits that we have running through this, so I need to actually go back and do that. We haven't done this show in so long that I'm, like, forgetting how Aired to do it. Aired on May 10th? Yes. <laughs> okay. I said... we. So, I'm going to just do it now. We watched The Muppets Mayhem, episode track 10, We Will Rock You. Airing in the U.S. on May 10th, 2023, and in the U.K. on May 10th, 2023. This episode was written by Bill Beretta, Adam F. Goldberg, and Jeff Yorks. It was directed by Robert Cohen. 
So no women in this episode? Probably because no women were like, all the women were like, this should have been a part of the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the notes. This episode's title comes from the Queen's song, We Will Rock You. No way. The (laughs) The museum where Zoot displays his photos is the Mallory Gallery, which is from the Great Muppet Caper. Mallory Gallery. Statler and Waldorf make a cameo at the Hollywood Bowl heckling as usual, making them the only established Muppet characters outside of the band to appear in this season. Jim Lewis contributed the pair's joke for their appearance. Kermit is mentioned by Zoot in the post-credits gag. Oh yeah, Zoot takes a picture and he goes, this one's for Kermit. Oh. At the very end. I don't know if you stuck around for that long. That was no. some time. But uh, all around, Megan, I, I did enjoy this show. I think that it had some flaws. I think that all of those flaws could be fixed and solved by simply making it eight episodes. I hope a lot of people enjoyed it just besides us, though. I hope so, too. give the Muppets some viewing. I hope our... Keep making Muppet content. Yes. I hope our viewing and reviewing and watching and everything has helped them all like i've watched every episode at least three yeah. times at this point oh, you know I, I didn't do three times so hopefully Maybe once one and a half hopefully that helped and translated to something i know? certainly love the band so much yeah i love some of these episodes were so good i really like dr teeth's backstory mm-hmm. i really liked when they were like the video game in the video game yeah the, the, exploring different ideas was really cool really cool and like trying to modernize them in a way that felt real and not kevin smith was in it there was like a lot of guests the kevin smith episode that, i think yeah. might be the best episode yeah because so it, it, it was such a weird thing to parody it was so weird it was such a weird way to present the parody that you were going to use kevin smith as your like auteur is bizarre. Speaking of Kevin Smith, uh-huh. I told you that I I don't know what I was thinking, but I spent like $35 on a ticket to go watch <laughs> my least favorite Kevin Smith movie, which I never saw Gigli, so don't don't at me. <laughs> um Chasing Amy. I'm talking about the classics. Yeah, of the Eskewniverse yeah. in the early the Jersey trilogy. The really. Jersey trilogy. Yeah. yeah. I I got it just because Joey Lauren Adams is going to be there yeah. and I want to see the talk back Has this happened yet? No. When is it? In September sometime. Okay. What? I'll let you know. Hopefully the strike is over because, again, unless it's like super Look, indie, I guess. Look, I would be happy. I don't happy. think they're supposed to be able to talk about struck work. I would be happy to get my money back uh-huh. because I, after I bought the ticket, I was like, why did I do this? Yeah. Like, who who did this? this who just like my, teen, my... my teenage self uh-huh. was like... You're buying this. Like, I'm in my parents' basement mm-hmm. watching TV and on, like, the bubble computer. Like, I have a credit card now. <laughs> I'm going to buy... And, and transportation. I can picture you hunting and packing So now I'm going to go to the Atlantic Highlands or whatever. To some yeah. movie theater I've never to been to. The Smod Theater or whatever. By myself. Uh-huh. Where people are probably going to be waiting in line and I'm going to get a crap seat. Yeah. And I'm going to watch a talk back. All of their t-shirts say Snoogans on it. And, like, what am I going to say? I don't know. I'm not going to ask you. only got question. one ticket, right? Yeah, because who would want to go with me? sold out also. You probably wouldn't even want to go do that I was like, me. that sounds cool. Oh, you are? <laughs> like, no, no, no I, I, that sounds cool. Like, report back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That That's even. what yeah. I was thinking. You're right. Because right. you know me, I would just buy a couple tickets if yeah. I think people want to go. Yeah. Like, whatever, I'll treat. But, like, it, like even that, like, because I'll you're treat right. because if it's it was, terrible. But it's like, this is awful. Do you really want to sit through Chasing Amy? No. No. It's no. No. Honestly, Chasing Amy has moments, but like, 
I'm curious to see how any of those moments. If it was aged. Dogma, if it was even if it was Mall Rats, even yeah. if it was Clerks, mm-hmm. the original Clerks, I would be like, let's mm-hmm. go. Yeah. But it's chasing. No, chasing Amy. Amy's the weaker of that nine the nineties Kevin Smith movies. And it was the most me. popular. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. I mean, it does transcend to a degree. Um, I have to Ben Affleck is in it. I have to give you a comic that you can read really quick. There's like a four page comic that Kevin Smith did. He put out this book called Quick Stops. Nice. A few years ago. Oh my god! Year. If it was Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, we would have to. Yeah, go. we would have to go. To that. <laughs> But each each of the comics has like a couple different stories in it, and there's one story where they do a, I think it's the the it's pre it's that um, is his name Brody in that one? No, what's what's Randall Banky Banky? What is Ben Affleck's name in that? In oh Chasing God, Amy? I don't remember. But it's that he's now made the cha- his story from Chasing Amy into a movie, and he has he would Joey Lauren Adams character show up to like do a talk back about it's like so up its own circle ass it's bizarre but it was a really fun little story that's full of like a full exchange of someone is at someone is at the talk back and is wearing a middletown high school t-shirt and ben affleck's character goes oh my god what year did you graduate and they go back and forth talking about middletown for like a page and i'm like how do people appreciate Kevin Smith that do not live in central New Jersey I don't, in Monmouth County. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> it's so funny because it's like, who would Middletown? Like, um, we love him because he's just our guy, right? Like, I don't know. He's who we have. You know, Lisa, my partner, got a tattoo next to the quick stop. Oh, my God. Back really? in the day. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh. All right, Megan. So next week, we actually go back to... Classique. Classique Muppet Show. Next week, we're watching the James Coburn episode, episode 505 of The Muppet Show. You ready for the premise to this episode? I'm going back to 505. Arctic Monkeys. If it's a seven-hour flight or Or a a 45-minute drive. (laughs) Animal hits it off with a tough guy. Animal hits it off with tough guy James Coburn, but James decides that Animal isn't centered enough. And introduces him to meditation and zen. Animal doesn't take well to zen. Meanwhile, Statler and Waldorf have contended with an octopus in their theater box. So join us next week as we watch the James Coburn episode. Yeah. We're going back to Classic Muppets. Message us. Message us. Follow us along on social media at ITTWTM. And thanks for the gumball, Nora. Nora? You're giving the gumball to Nora. No, no. How about this one? You're thanking Nora. Thanks for the gumball. Nora? Nora?